There are things that go bump in the night. Um, so we're uh, starting this podcast, and uh, I still need to come up with a name for this. But uh, this is our preliminary, thank you, Paulo, uh, podcast. That was so cool, dude. Where we Seriously. talk about uh, uh, horror stuff. Paulo is playing with uh, some styrofoam here. Uh, it's going really well. I don't know if Magic. the mic is catching that. But uh, my name is Jeremy. I go by uh, JTA. And uh, we're going to kind of do a, a roundtable uh, introduction thing. This is a, a horror podcast, and we're going to feature... Creature features, uh, kind of like Tremors, Godzilla, Monster Squad, everything and all things. But right now, to start off, we're going to do a little bit of a roundtable intro. Um, I am Jeremy. I go by JTA. I am based in Austin. Why, why, why do you always leave out the artist, man? Come on, you're Jeremy the artist. <laughs> I'm Jeremy the artist. Come on. Be uh, proud of what you do. Well, I like going by the whole like nickname thing now, the, the JTA thing. It's kind of like LL Cool J, the, the ladies love Cool Ooh, well, no, I James. Like <laughs> I, I like that so much. I've been uh, rebranding myself, and it's, it went all right. I like this whole nickname thing. But uh, I'm, I'm an Austin illustrator. Uh, I've been freelancing for a long time. I do comics like horror, monsters, and superhero shit. So uh, we'll go to you, Paulo. Um, hey. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, professional here. Here we go. Yeah, I'm very professional here. Uh, I should have done this earlier. Uh, no, uh, my name is Paulo Hernandez, Paulo J. Hernandez, because apparently there's another Paulo Hernandez like in Australia somewhere that does like DJ art. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, well, fuck, now I got to put a J in there for my middle name. So, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, um, I'm an uh, illustrator as well. Uh, not as frequently as JTA over here, but uh, I try to step in there whenever I can. P- PJH does a I lot try. of comic work and stuff. We know each other for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Doza. And Doza. Yeah, I'm Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but no, they call me Doza. Long story short, that's what they call me. But uh, I'm just a sound engineer, man. I'm just a sound guy. He's so, so modest. He's he, he's the I'm best here, fucking guy ever. I'm just here for the horror part, not the art. All right, <laughs> Isaac's your great. Isaac does no. a lot of good sound for a lot of good people out there, yeah. and he's helping with his podcast a lot. So, so we appreciate it greatly. I yeah. don't need the plug, man. I'm... Cheers, Doza. Cheers. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Cheers. Uh, do you guys like this beer? I'm okay with it. It's all right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not really. I mean, I hate it, but. Yeah, yeah, but it's free, so I'm drinking it. Yeah, I just bought this random Shiner brand. So is Oktoberfest, Shiner Oktoberfest, or any kind of like fall flavored beer, is that like the male version drink for the uh, girls in yoga pants? Well, yeah, like the girls have pumpkin spice and we have the fall fest. I can't wait no. for that shit to come out, man. <laughs> that's, that's just it's uh, that time of year. Jeremy saw that it was like on the expiration aisle where it was on sale. So he's like, that's the free beer. I'm going to get them. <laughs> what cheap ass beer can I get my friends? There we go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look how great I am getting you this cheap ass beer, guys. Hey, uh, you want to drink hey, it kind of fast. It's, it's free. It's already it's expired free. for like a week. Um, so. That means it hits you harder. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. Yeah, no, I, I kind of like, I, I do like pumpkin ales. So that is my equivalent to the, the pumpkin. We just basic pumpkin. bros? Or is that what we are? Are yeah, we basic bros? Basic bros. Oh, oh, I hate the word bro. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, bra. Bra, bro. Bra, bra. Oh, I said no. it too much. Strike that from like, the record. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so... So for this uh, podcast, being the introductory podcast, we'll be uh, 
talking about what we like in horror. And I'll kind of lead off. Um, if you guys like anything from like Godzilla to like Universal Monsters and all that, this is for you. And right now we're going to kind of talk about what we what we like and uh, what we grew up with. Um, all three of us here are, um, I learned this new word, Texicans. What? <laughs> right? Are we Tex- you, Are you Texican? Well, I, I am. I Technically, like the old Texan, like Texan, like Texan, Texans, yeah, yeah, Texans. yeah, like Mexican. But and I'm Texan like first generation. You're first generation. I'm first generation Texican. I'm, I'm like third you're generation. Like third? Yeah. You? I would say second, man. Second. Oh yeah, shit. my mom yeah, was I'm born first. here, and but okay, yeah. Yeah. no. You asking the wrong <laughs> Mexican for that, man? Really? <laughs> so, I look in the mirror. I look Mexican. That's all I know. Bad. We're brown. It's fine. I know. It's I. I. I'm having trouble with it because I sound so stereotypical. Like my family was here when it was Mexico, and yeah. we're. Bitch, yeah. <laughs> I ain't no Mexican. I'm Mexican, motherfucker. We're just Texan, all right? Somos Tejanos. <laughs> You're the goddamn infidel. <laughs> Oh, but anyways, so we, we grew up with like La Chusa, La Llorona, yeah, right? all that story. shit, yeah, yeah. El Cucuy. Um, hey, the Cucuy's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that for a second. Let's, uh, like, I didn't grow up with Cucuy. I grew up with La Chusa and La yeah. Llorona. See, La Chusa and La Llorona, that's all like coast stuff because okay. you're right by the water. Oh. Like, that's why you hear about that shit. Mm. Like, the Lechusa, you, okay. you hear about that shit because of, like, uh, what is it? Uh, a baby that hasn't been born so long, you can't cross them over rivers because then the Lechusa will take your baby or some shit like that because it's rivers right by the fucking ocean. And, of course, the Orona fucking feeds in the ocean. It's the whole river lady that fucking eats you or whatever. But, yeah, that's why I heard of Kukui. Kukui's a fucking land monster. <laughs> Kukui's in your goddamn closet. He's under hey, your bed. He's in, grandma, he's in grandma's room with the air conditioner. That's right. That's right. You don't mess. When, the, when your parents are in the room, if Kukui's in there, don't go in there. <laughs> they're wrestling the Kukui. That's why they're making noises. Oh, God. <laughs> the wrestling are really good. Get him. Get him, Dad. Get him. So, Get him. Do, so do you have like a like a picture of Kakoi? Like when when they told you like Kakoi, do you have like a, like a, a mental image of Kakoi? You like being an no, artist? No, yeah. I don't. You don't? I really no. I I don't have an image of what the Kakoi is. Like it's more of an essence. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For okay. me, I can't picture like a goblin or like a shadow figure or anything like that. Okay. I do. I do have like a vision of Kakoi. A Kakoi is like. Darkness with eyes and like spikes coming off of him, but I would never dare to fucking draw it because <laughs> you draw that shit, you're calling it real. For him. It, it makes you it real, right? You. That's right. It makes it real. He's not real, goddammit. Uh, Mexican Texican superstition, right there. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's certain things like so. I'm doing like a like. Well, I mean, you guys know, but I'm doing like a demon art book on a Kickstarter right now. Mm-hmm. I'll plug it later. But like, I don't even draw like the fucking like upside down cross on, on my things because of Mexican superstition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just, from what I understand, you just don't mess with the stuff you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right? See, now nah, crosses and know. shit. That that's all Catholic shit. I don't care about that. I'll draw that shit every fucking day. But you don't mess with cuckoo shit. You know? I mean, you don't mess with like the 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 like chupacabra kind of shit. Like that's also part of that whole monster thing that as I was fucking afraid of so when I was a kid. Were you afraid of chupacabra? I, I was. 
I was more like cautious of the chupacabra, but I was more afraid of uh, the cucuy. So Kukui, for those who don't know, because we're gonna try to keep this real general, is like the boogeyman. It's a boogeyman for everybody. Yeah. It's a Mexican boogeyman. Yeah. But but like like Isaac here, I don't have like a visual picture like of, of the of the Kukui. Like um I, I don't know. I've seen him. Alright. <laughs> oh you've seen, oh, you've seen I him? Fucking oh. Seen him. Oh shit, you're but, still alive. But no, I haven't, alright? Because <laughs> if you if you say you've seen him, then you fucking makes it real. <laughs> He's speaking what to the, the fuck air. is behind the curtain? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing behind the curtain. Okay. Don't pay attention to nothing the man behind, behind the, curtain. the curtain. As long as you behave and do the podcast. Um, every time you say Kukoi, I, I, for some reason I'm picturing. Um, I'm glad he's not like Beetlejuice because we said how, how many times I have know, we said Kukui, right? right? <laughs> Three times. And now, and now I was like, oh shit. No, the fucking Kukui. You didn't know this. The Kukui has an actual name, but you're not allowed to say it. That's why we say Kukui. Are you really, are you being I'm serious? Fucking serious, yeah. For real? So is that name. part of the lore? Huh? Is that part of That's the lore? Part of the lore that oh, I've I didn't heard. know that. I didn't know. Do you, that. Yeah, do you yeah. Know you, don't, you don't say the name. No, I don't know the name. Thankfully, <laughs> I don't fucking know the name. But that's why you say Kukui. That's why everybody says Kukui. Because if you say his name, like it makes it more does, real. Does, it, oh. it leads into the whole. Does Kukui if you mean make anything? him more real, he will become real. Does Kukui mean anything in Spanish, or is it just like a? Just no, it's 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 an automatopoeia. Kui kui, just like ooh. Ah, got you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I didn't. I didn't really grow up with a a boogeyman. Uh, my my dad grew up with like because my my parents didn't really use like monsters to like threaten me for like bedtime or, or any shit like that. My dad grew up with my, my grandma telling about Yorona and behaving. And oh, stuff. I love the Yorona. She's that's an amazing story. I love that story. That was like a nighttime story for me. Yeah. Yeah, hearing I, about that shit because I I loved her story because. Tell it. She, well, yeah. Let's tell tell the story. Yeah. Well, you know, she drowned her kids because she didn't want to be. Uh, her husband was abusing her and the kids, and she'd rather drown her kids than have them live in sorrow. And then she regrets her decision to go. She, so she's out there. Oh, sorry, I fucking burped. <laughs> I might have farted. I don't know. Uh, but uh, she goes out looking for her kids in the rivers that she drowned them in, regretting her decision. And then forever she roams the, the rivers looking for lost children that she obviously killed because she regrets her decision. And I, I love that fucking story because I'm like, yeah, you, uh, that is more of a legitimate story than some of the other shit like Jason like oh he's just a killer that comes around yeah but he and kills, kills people he kills like, teenagers that have premarital sex and doing drugs stupid <laughs> come on man it's stupid <laughs> Freddy Cougar like Freddy Cougar was like it's like you're trying but there's no real story there like he's a he's a child abuse or, or child molesting guy that ended up in getting burned by the by the families of the the kids that he molested but at the end, like, and he haunts you in your dreams. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> fucking, these monsters are real. Like, these stories, I don't know. So there's some, something relatable to it, right? There's something like, relatable to, to that uh, story. I mean, that you know. I mean that's, that's really good. Because, I mean, I like all kinds of stuff. I grew up with folklore and, like, uh, mythology and all that shit. But, like, and that's what I was thinking when I, when I was about to, when I was coming home and getting ready for this podcast. It was, like, relatable heart. Relatable stuff like Yorona and stuff where there's like a, not only a, a moral of the story but like that human emotion where I mean she was she was a, she was a regular mom that went crazy and and then killed her kids and there's the guilt mm-hmm. the guilt factor and that's why she's still a but see guilt is part of the the 
the heritage that we have. Right. Like as you know, if if you're Hispanic, like you know that guilt is a is a big part of what your mom does to you, <laughs> just to get you to do good things, to get you to do you know stray the or not stray off the path of doing good things or whatever. Right. It's that guilt. And I think that's part of that uh, connection you have with Yorona. Well, that, that's uh, that's what I was telling uh, Isaac here. I was like, I, I grew up, there was a, a story my dad told me, and it was about the girl, like, um, and I can't remember the, the time period of it is, but there's it's a whole moral of the story thing about not disobeying your parents. It was this, this girl that uh, she's in Mexico and wants to go to this dance, but it's past her bedtime. Her mom tells you tells her she can't, blah, blah, blah. Can't talk to strangers, can't go out past your bedtime. you got to obey your parents. And she doesn't. She gets all gussied up, goes and uh, leaves her house, middle of the night, goes to this dance in the, in, the, in the city in Mexico. And she meets a stranger. Stranger, she can't take her eyes off of them. And then they start dancing, and she's having a great time. And then she's, like, floating off the floor, and, like, everyone's looking in horror at her and at him. And it looks, and it turns out that he has, like, rooster feet. And it, and, it, and then he reveals himself to be the devil, and he whisks her away, and she goes to damnation and hell. And so, moral of the story, don't disobey your mom. Wait, <laughs> or, you just describe every, like, Mexican girl's <laughs> fantasy come true. Like, oh, my God, I wish the devil comes, takes me away. I love his rooster feet. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll fucking deal with it. You <laughs> <laughs> can be a good guy. I can change him. Uh, is that some sort of like rooster feet? Is that some sort of like uh, uh, metaphor of like, oh, this dick over here or this cock <laughs> over here is <laughs> just taking away I'm, my little girl? <laughs> I like that. That was a nice connection there. <laughs> yeah, the, the moral of the story stuff is just you find something relatable and then you apply it to it. I, I like monsters like that. Um, uh yeah, Yorona was a good. I I never really pictured out her outside of like being like like a regular human kind of ghostly stuff. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of stuff that's relatable to like Yorona. I mean, there's banshees. Banshees were the same thing where they're like regular women. I pictured sobbing and uh, just like kind of an omen. Well, um, I, the reason I like Yorona is because she's she's not out to get you specifically. Yeah, she's she's looking for her kids. Yeah. And because of that, it makes it scarier because she's not looking for you, but she'll scare the shit out of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she'll yeah. scare the shit out of you, but she'll be like, oh, but you're not my fucking kids. And she'll just fucking <laughs> drown you and go move on. Like, there's there's another goal for her in mind than to get you. And that's what makes it scary for me. Yeah. Because, it's like, I'm not her end game. Yeah. She, she wants to fucking find her kids. Um. Did you guys grow up with Latrusa at all? Like uh, any tales, Latrusa? Just heard the stories. That's right. about it. I mean, it wasn't really um, like come sit around the campfire. <laughs> let's tell ghost stories, and this is what we're doing. It was yeah. just somebody would tell us a couple of times to mm-hmm. get uh, to scare the kids a little bit. But I've always heard of her as like a it. like a great white owl, right? Like yeah. that's what it's supposed to be. I didn't know that much about her. I heard about her after I was already an adult. From somebody else that heard stories. So I was like, the lechusa, what the fuck? Yeah, um, <clears throat> a witch that's an owl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's if a, you whistle at it, it'll hunt you down. Oh, something. shit, I didn't know about the whistling. That's the one, yeah, I, I that's know. the version I heard. Is like, if you whistle at it or it gets its attention, then it will stalk you and <laughs> it will, you know. See, I, I have these, in South Texas, where, where I'm from, we talk about lechusa a lot. Oh, I saw lechusa. Big great owl and stuff. I have this fucking this memory from years ago where I swear to God I saw a big great white owl. And like in South Texas, near the valley area where I'm from, we have like little brown owls and stuff. So it stays in my memory and I don't I don't fucking know. But it, it goes in that whole like 
Mexican magic, folklore, curandero shit that I think that there's a little bit like, for me, there's a little truth to which I like a lot. I, I always love Did that Did you make out with this white owl? Is no, that what you're no, saying? No, no, no. <laughs> she was a little older than me, I think. Uh, wasn't that brave of a man. Uh, oh, boy. That owl was a handsome woman. <laughs> I've... Uh, I've always liked the idea of uh, of uh, I'm, I'm just covering all the shit that we kind of grew up with. Like I've always liked the idea of chupacabra. Chupacabra, who don't, if people don't know, chupacabra means like a goat sucker in Spanish. Is it right? Is that the literal yeah, translation? Yeah. So sucker. like, uh, and I can't remember the exact story behind it, but there was a bunch of goats in villages and stuff that the, just dried out of blood and looked like they had puncture marks on their necks. And someone sweared to God they saw like uh, a little furry alien creature with red eyes and spikes. And that was supposed to be the chupacabra. But I've never heard of it in the way because you said that you were scared of the chupacabra. Yeah. I, it, I was more like worrisome. It was like, it was like, oh, watch out. Don't go out there because there's wolves out there. There's chupacabra out there. There's, there's other, like it was more like a, there's a danger out there. Yeah. Don't go too far. Yeah, that's, that was all it is, is like because the chupacabras out there. Chupacabra doesn't give a shit about you. He's looking for goddamn cabras. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you are in between me and my fucking yeah. goat. <laughs> See, like I, I grew up with this description of the, the chupacabra. Like it looked like a little, like but little grays, like the little gray aliens with the big heads. And the little bodies. This is the way I grew up yeah. hearing about it. Like, but it's supposed to be covered in fur, and it's supposed to have red almond eyes versus the black almond eyes, and it's supposed to have spikes. But then, fucking in San Antonio, <laughs> at the mercado, like the little marketplace, Ooh, they had giant cucarachas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen those <laughs> <laughs> big cucarachas. Uh, they had the this chup- chupacabra on display, and they made it like like a bigfoot looking thing, like yeah. a caveman creature thing it wasn't it wasn't anything like the description i heard because the troop cover is supposed to be small and like kind of rodent like and alien like and then like there's pictures that came up where it's supposed to be like this rabid dog and and i don't know like the imagery has always been kind of played around but yeah. it's always been like one of my favorite creatures like my, my favorite though was uh when they thought they found it yeah and it was like a shaved uh, baby bear. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, what the fuck is that thing? And somebody said, it's a shaved fucking bear. Like, yeah. this is what they what look like heck? when they shave. It's like, nobody, nobody thought to think that, you know? <laughs> well, and there's that whole thing, right? Like, um, like Chupacabra, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, where they they try to do these, these natural explanations of these things. But like, um, I, I don't know. Um, Chupacabra has always been one of my favorites. I, I can't really think of anything else like growing up, like, that I have like uh, La Llorona, La Chusa, uh, Chupacabra, Kukui. You know, an interesting thing is huh. that my daughter had a Yorona um, kids book, and I was what? like, what the fuck is what? this? And I take, pick it up and I read through it, and like they change the story to where she loses her kids, they like run off or something. And uh, wait, wait, where did she find it? Oh, was that no at like at the scholastic fair or something? You know what? I think I still have it somewhere, like in boxes. But I was like, how are you making a kid's book about the Yorona? It makes really? no sense. It's Disney. Disney is trying to get into the Mexican culture. They're know, just trying right? to find something that really hits. Oh my God, we're going to have another let it go from the Yorona. <laughs> let it drown. Let it drown. <laughs> That's amazing. Let's cover right that shit and see it right now. <laughs> Fuck that. Wow, kids! I don't really want to see this. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. It, they changed it like it was very kid friendly. I remember. Do you, do you remember what that book was? Uh, growing, you guys grew up with it too. That the uh, scary stories. Oh something. yeah. Oh, that's fucking those scary. <laughs> 
Those stories scared the yeah. shit out of me. Like, with that really scary cover. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, making yeah. they're making a, a series now. Apparently. Like Goosebumps or what? Yeah, no, like a TV series about those. Oh, yeah. You I can't know. wait for those. Yeah, that was fucking <laughs> those great. Those fucking scared the shit of. If they come out and it's like LRL, like Goosebumps era, what RL Stein shit, I'm gonna be pissed off. I'm like, that's not what scared me. No, no, no. When they switch heads on the bodies in the yeah, morgue, yeah. that shit was scary. When that lady fucking burst out her the, the fucking the spiders, spiders the fucking scary. But the be- the best one had to be the guy at the the fucking subway station, and he keeps calling, and he doesn't know why people are scared of him every time I see him, and he calls. Oh fuck that's, that shit's yeah, What was the end of that? I can't remember that one. He calls his house and uh the lady says, you know, he's like, I'm looking for my wife and all Miss Whatever isn't here. She's attending her husband's funeral. And he's like, What the fuck? Like he's been dead this yeah. whole time. Oh shit. I was like, Oh Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shit. You know, uh, but that, that's the thing. We grew up with that, right? Like, it's the same thing with, like, all these other monster things. We were like I, I remember fucking being like 10, 11 when I read this thing. Like, and so, like, uh, for people that don't know, like, I, I do, like, zombie caricatures where I draw people as zombies and shit. And, like, uh, I've been doing this for, like, three or four years. I do it at, like, the local comic book shop. And I'll have kids, like, at five years old, six year old, draw me as a zombie. And, like, it, it's one of the weirdest things for me, like, drawing some fucking kid. And then the parents are there, yeah, draw him as a zombie. Draw my child Dad dead was... and reanimate him. Yes, that is a very... <laughs> Yeah, I have to say that. But make sure it's kid vibe. friendly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Wait. Well, Wait. I... Go ahead. Dude. No, no. I'm just still baffled. It's like, you want your child to look like the undead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. stupid. Oh, uh, good. Like, I had like a... Mo- like How a, cute. I had the technical <laughs> problem with it. Like, uh, like uh, you know, I've been doing this for years. And like, uh, parents, you know, teenagers, anybody like basically like 13 and up. I had no problem because they understand... Like to some to some extent, like death and like what it represents. But someone that fucking little doesn't understand. And make, I remember, make sure you draw their cute guts because yeah. they got some cute guts. They're okay? cute. Oh, so adorable. <laughs> their organs. Look their at their organs are adorable. Draw Four, them. Four year old intestines are way cuter than ten year old. I'm sounding horrible on here. Uh, but no, I remember like. Um, what was... No, so these are like infants, toddlers that can't really. I mean, I can understand a kid that yeah. that's. That loves horror and loves to be in a zombie and however, right? but they can speak and like, I want to be a zombie. All right, cool. I mean, because I would like to believe even at that young age, they would know it's fake right. or yeah. not real right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, that, and that's the thing though, right? Because like there's a, there's a separation. Like when I was little, I, I grew up like watching horror movies with my dad and that's part of, part of my love for horror is like from the age of eight, nine Watching horror movies, reading Fangoria magazines, stuff that where it's the makeup of the monster. So there was a part of me that disassociated like uh, what a monster represented to the, the the reality of it. So like, but but I grew up in, a, in an artist family, and so like people that didn't grow up like with that element, like that that's what I remember about these kids. Do you do you understand what this is? Is a zombie such a, a separate thing? Uh, that you your understanding of it. So the same thing with like where we, we grew up with Kokoi and all this stuff, like. What what was the reality of it to you? You know, like for you, like for you, Paulo, it seemed like uh, there was like a little more reality. Like this thing can get you, so don't mm. do the thing or this fucking thing will fucking gonna, get you. Get yeah. you, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just find it very interesting because for me there was an ethical problem to some extent, and I, I don't really have 
um, ethical problems drawing horror <laughs> stuff. I love, I love trying people all bloody and gutsy and stuff. But when it when it reached like age six, age age five, and the kid's excited and she's like, "Do you do you understand what this means? That you what you're doing and all that kind of stuff." I don't know. I just found it very intriguing. Um, like the the whole the zombie culture right now is it's very very interesting. It's been popular for a few years. I don't know. Yeah, but I love it though. I gotta say, <laughs> I'm a big fan. I I. If a parent wants me to draw their kid dead, I'm gonna be like, "Great! I would love to see your child dead. Let me draw that for you." Actually, exactly the way I picture your kid like with half the skull missing, maybe without part of its jaw. Yeah, definitely without the jaw, so it'll stop fucking yapping, and <laughs> complaining about every goddamn thing that I'm drawing on their drawing. <laughs> Uh, this this one time I remember um, this kind of goes off a tangent off uh, of what we're talking about, but I remember because I had tons of kids like like I said I've done this for three or four years over like I don't know a hundred something people um, and like uh, probably probably more I'm trying I'm trying to think over three or four years but like uh, it's sometimes it's family sometimes it's just the kids and anyways there was this one time where the dad and the the brother and the sister were very excited the mom wanted to be part of the picture but um, she told me, like, don't, we can't make this too gory, can't make this too whatever. Uh, just please draw me as a zombie and do whatever they want. So the kids are always like, yeah, draw me with my gut showing, draw me with my brain showing. And then they're all talking and I'm drawing them, okay, I'll draw that, I'll draw that. And the mom's finally like, yeah, well, if you can, if you can like, put, like, uh, like uh, bitten fingers in my mouth, that'd be great. Like, if I'm chewing on fingers, oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. You said not gory. What the fuck, lady? <laughs> a little minimal gore. Just like a hand. You know, it's not too bad. There's minimal violence. <laughs> no, I, I, I've always had like a, I, I hate zombies. Oh, oh yeah, that's it's, right. a, it's a love-hate thing. Like, I fear zombie above anything else. Yeah? Yeah, and the concept of reanimated dead is frightening to me. Okay, see, that, I, it's not frightening to me at all. It's improbable. <laughs> it's just, to me, like, I can't wrap my head around uh, dead people being alive again. Because the whole thing of rigor mortis and them getting stiff, like, if there was a zombie outbreak, it would last maybe, like, a day at tops. You, you think know? so? And then the dead would just go, and then, like, stay stiff. And then, like, fall on the floor. It's like, zombie apocalypse over. You know? <laughs> so I hated zombies for the longest time because of that. I also hated vampires because they never really made what? too much sense. But there was there was... I, I know everybody's gonna hate me because it's like oh you're just a whiny ass fucking Polo J Hernandez. Anyway, by the way. Yeah, oh, so you can find his Instagram ads. <laughs> but I really enjoyed uh, Anne Rice's vampires. Okay. Because like even in the books, like my brother would read the books and he'd tell me about them. Mm-hmm. It's like I was too young, I guess, to read that shit. But but he would tell me how like they're they're fucking miserable. These vampires are miserable. They're just living their lives out and like they're it's too long for them and they're just miserable in their lives and they find any little thing to keep their minds busy because they've lived so fucking long. Huh. Like I, that was yeah. the main focus of like these vampires like throughout yeah. the long like uh, theme of it, you know? Like there's little stories in between for the books, but the long story is that they're just fucking bored. 
And I really like that aspect of, of of vampires. I never liked the whole, you know, oh, I'm a vampire, so I look young, and I get to have all this sex, and I'm so fucking beautiful, <laughs> and I live forever, and I suck blood. I was like, that's stupid. But that's the romantical, like, it's vampire. It's stupid. Like, I just don't like it. I mean, it. There, there's, like, I mean, we can go to, like, I don't know, like, Nosferatu or 30 Days of Night, where they have the vampires that are more demon-like and stuff. Right. And that that's cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can you can, like... They don't say it specifically and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. Nesferatu, but you can gather that he probably lives a, lives a miserable life. Look at, living, look at his face. Does he have a lot of you sex? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he probably lives a miserable life living in the coffin and coming out, and he's like fucking pissed. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm going to eat you. Could, no, Far- miserable. Faratu have an okay Cupid and do all right. I, I don't no, think it's... <laughs> no, but it comes back to the zombie. See, I hated zombies, and I thought if, if I can... If I can uh, make a zombie uh, story that mm-hmm. I like, then mm-hmm. how somehow I'll like fight that urge to hate zombies. Right. And I actually made a, a zombie story that I want to yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. but Probably. it's more of a of a metaphor of zombies, I guess. A metaphor yeah. of zombies. Well, it's it's sort of like I don't know if you've seen the movie uh, Predestination. Predestination deals with time travel. Yeah, yeah. But but like with it's Ethan not Hawk, right? Bro, with Ethan Hawk. Right. Oh. I I, I really, use that really as an, I use that as an example because like if you take time travel time travel I mean it obviously cannot fucking exist you can't fucking do that but <laughs> it takes time travel and and then like it tells a story as if it's a poem of time travel and you just got to get the concept of it and it 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 blossoms a story that is like a poem. There, there is the complex Back to the Future if no one's seen Predestination. That's I haven't. Uh, this actually is the first that's time I've heard of this movie. Love, oh, come know. on. <laughs> so anyway, that's that was my, my opus of, of, of zombies was sort of like that. It's like more of a, a poem, an ode to zombies rather than an actual zombie story. But you, So they're like more human, right? There's something relatable to them? Right. Or? There's something relatable to them. There's, there's, it, it's, it's. You're not supposed to take it literally. Okay, so so I, I mean I, I like that idea a lot. Um, for for me, and I, I can understand it, but I I like more like the the horror aspect in in, in the for me like what the way I uh, the way I like in horror is that the where you don't recognize human traits. Like I, I love ghost stories. I love the hell out like Yorona and stuff that's relatable where there's a somewhere you can like there's empathy. Mm-hmm. But I also I really love it's like that we're like with zombie stuff. Zombies are supposed to be like brain dead, right? And that's the thing. Like it could be like your 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 mom or some family member that's <coughs> now reanimated that you, your loved one, but they're not the same person because they're not there, right? And so there's this disassociation, there's animosity, there's this thing that's not the person that you love, and that doesn't matter. I mean, that's the scariest thing about zombies. Like, the best zombie movies are the ones where they're not just going for your throat or the, the, the kill shot. You know, they're uh, they're going, they're lunging for your fingers or your foot, and that's the thing. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Contaminate you by biting your fucking, you know, your toe or something, you know? I do get kind of annoyed when uh, the survivors are, like, kicking away the zombie, and the zombie's just like, ah, I just tackling their foot instead of just grabbing their t- big toe and biting into it yeah 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 like wouldn't that like what an animal would do just bite the first thing it gets it, it yeah. it's around. mouth around yeah. Just, yeah 
And that, that's why that's that, that's kind of how I, I like a, a lot of or I, if I was to do like a horror movie or a horror series, it just be this uh, this thing where it's totally opposite of what we would do, you know, because then you want an unpredictability to it, you know. But see, that's why I like playing. I don't know if you've ever played the game The Last of Us, mm-hmm. but I fucking love that. I've been playing it recently. That's why it, it made me think of that. It's like that to me is a more believable zombie than anything because it, it roots itself in 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 reality mm-hmm. like with that fungus that grows onto like insects and like takes over their bodies and makes them do things you know yeah like if that happened in real life or where the fungus would take over human bodies then you would have that animosity and stuff like in the game where they just go around just trying to grab things and just bite it and stuff like that to me is more believable than the dead just oh i'm dead and now i'm alive and i want to eat flesh you know it's like what why why would a dead person need flesh you don't have any fucking you they're like walking around with no stomachs and like i need to eat where where is he going where the fuck is he going it was george romero that did the 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 brain thing right because it wasn't brains it was flesh initially yeah and then it went on to the 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 brains i think because brains was actually the second thing because then zombies are associated with eating brains but it was was something that came in later on in zombie lore like uh, and the flesh thing was another added thing thing too because there's this whole thing about like um like it's not hoodoo no it might be hoodoo versus voodoo like there's all there's something that rhymes it like uh where um there, there was these uh, the accounts of zombies beforehand. Like uh, it would be like um, I'm losing the words. Uh, it's a sort of black magic where people where uh, these uh, witch doctors would, would raise people from the dead. Mm-hmm. But these zombies didn't. It wasn't like the Hollywood zombie where they eat flesh and shit. It would just be reanimated. Every, I'm sorry, but every time I think about voodoo and zombies, I think of Weekend at Bernie's. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I can't, I can't take it seriously. I'm just thinking about an old dude with, you know, leaning back, bobbing his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bernie's part Bernie. two. <laughs> it's a great dance. Uh, yeah, it was before, like, the Hollywood the flesh-eating shit. It was just reanimating, and, and it was basically like the, the golem or, like, a, a slave. Yeah, a more like a slave. mindless okay. slave. Okay, Weekend and Bernie's. I, I, I'm totally for that zombie movie. <laughs> I love that zombie movie. <laughs> um, I, I like zombie culture. I, I, I like the idea of it. Um, I, I like where it's going. I, I think it's, it's oversaturated the market a little bit. I, I personally, I don't know how much you guys do. You guys know about the Mothman at all? I have no idea. What I just know it as a Richard Gere movie, <laughs> but Richard I never. Gere movie, thank you. But I never saw the Richard Gere oh, movie. No, oh, no I just know of its existence because I think uh, when it was released, I was still like, "No, nah, man, you don't mess with that kind of shit. You don't watch it." <laughs> Like, I don't. I don't, there's, there's I don't certain, watch Richard Gear movies. Is that there's certain <laughs> horror movies that I do not watch because I just like that's Pretty I don't mess woman. with I don't mess with anything. Okay, that's a horror movie I can get into. <laughs> We're talking about horror movies. You get it? Oh, oh, you get it? Oh, that was a fun. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm glad you said that. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> Favorite movies, the Richard Gere movie. I'm pressed he just brought that up. Oh, shit, the Mothman prophecies, and, and that's based on true accounts of shit. It's um, I, I'm and I'm just gonna. I this just don't movie just... is based on true <laughs> accounts. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. let me let me backtrack before I, I I feel like I'm walking into a in a minefield here. What do you guys think about? Because it, it's associated with aliens. Paulo, what do you? I have no idea what the Mothman is. You get out. Well, what do you, you think about? School me with this because I have no idea. Let's, what let's go back. Do you like Do you like aliens at all? Do you Do you like the idea of aliens? Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I 
do. I just I I don't like the idea of. Okay. Come on. What's I, that? Okay. Um. What was that uh, movie? Uh. Fucking aliens attack. Mars attacks. Mars attacks. Okay, there you go. Mars attacks. I love that fucking movie. I love it because it's so goddamn hilarious. Because right. you know, maybe they might fucking do that. Maybe that you might be why the 1950s film had, had it right. Well, no, no. I'm just saying, yeah. like they they just did the humor so well in that movie. It's so funny, but uh, I don't know. Aliens to me, I thought was it's done better when it's like a, a cerebral thing. Okay, like when it's a monster thing, I just I don't see it well enough. Like uh, Aliens, Day, it's yeah. cool or, aliens, or whatever. Okay. Aliens is good, good, mm-hmm. but even Aliens has some things that I just don't like that I just can't get into. Okay, I like certain aspects of it, but the alien part, like just make it a monster. Just don't even mention it's an alien. <laughs> just make it a fucking monster. I don't like the whole but idea. But it's in that space it's a... and it's alien to us. Is that bad? Come on, <laughs> it's an alien. Nobody knows what aliens looks like. This is just one. When, dude's when interpretation. I saw Prometheus, it seemed like they had a good idea that, like, oh, let's revamp it, but like add a lot of fucking backstory to it. I was like, oh, I was all for it, mm-hmm. and then I was like, it it doesn't make sense. That ending does not fucking make sense. God damn it. So, so there's like a couple of different aliens, right? Like, I, I feel like in, in my head, I, I categorize in different ways. There's like the, the monster alien and alien aliens, alien three, whatever, all the fuck, right? All yeah. those. Whereas the creature and it's yeah. it's, just, it's like the zombie. Predator. Like, yeah, predator. Well, well. well predator. Well, predator. Predator. Okay. It's an alien. Predator is a monster. Okay. Come on. He could, but, him being an alien is just like. Well, it's also my attack on an alien. <laughs> but on but see, that's exactly what I'm talking about. There's two different categories. Because I feel Predator goes in a different category of, of, of alien. Because aliens, an, uh, like uh, animal, it, it doesn't. It's it's, it's uh, chaotic or whatever. Predator is a. It's like a humanoid creature. Humanoid being bipedal, uh, being that it can think on. You know, it's able to think. It has intelligence and stuff. And so that's the like the the idea of the alien that comes to Earth to study humans because it's a futuristic version of us or a, a far superior species. Um, there's there's a sense of empathy because. Well, we we consider ourselves. I mean, we are. We're the smartest fucking thing. I'm, I'm smarter than that fucking raccoon outside, right? Or right, hopefully I am. Don't answer that. So, like, but except but, for when it comes to long division, I'm pretty sure that raccoon got to me. Like, I mean, that's, that's the thing. A that, smart fucking raccoon. God damn, I need yeah. that raccoon to do my taxes. Why do I have a college degree? I never understood. I mean, raccoons are raccoons are really smart. So smart they can understand Common Core math. And you look at me like that. Yeah, that's really yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> I just been schooled by Noza. I picked a random school by Noza. I, I, I picked a random animal there. <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. You uh, need a sound effects for <laughs> schooled by Noza. I'm always yes, impressed by yes. your random Rancun- knowledge of things. Raccoons can do common core math. Goddamn. Well, so we have those kind of movies, the raccoon esque movies, where we have the intelligent alien and then we have the chaotic alien. And, I, and I, I've always, I like both. Like, uh, one of my favorite films, and this goes away from like creature design and all that kind of shit, but we're just kind of talking about whatever right now. But The, the Day of the Earth is just still. It's, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it before, The, the Day of the yeah. Earth is just still. Oh, yeah. there's yeah. the Keanu Reeves one or the, the, 19, shitty, the black and white one? Yeah, yeah, there's the, the black and white one. There's the shitty Keanu Reeves <laughs> remake. But there's the black and white one from like the 1950s. And, and the, the basic gist is that this. 
this guy or this alien that's disguised as a human comes to Earth and it has a big ass robot behind him and the robot's like I mean it's an alien robot to be to be fair and then, yeah and it, he warns us about stuff and then the people fuck with the the humanoid thing the robot and the robot kicks ass and and uh, it's that whole thing about us like attacking what we don't know without asking questions and peace there's all these like morality morality to it that's what I mean by aliens are done right if it's a cerebral thing. Yeah. If it's a monster thing, it's just mm, it's okay. already on thin ice. Okay. Really? I mean, I enjoy oh, the monster alien flicks. Kaiju's man, come on, man. Yeah, kaiju. Yeah, <laughs> Pacific Rim. They're aliens. They just travel kaijus, on a different. Kaiju's man. Oh, that, that's like that's shit, like. Nerd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Oh, Hold on. That's like follows. that's like porn for the fucking moviegoer of of like alien movies, monster movies. <laughs> That's like that's like that's like uh, I like volleyball and I like you know I like women I, I'm into women, beach volleyball women with big old titties in your face. That's what kaiju is to me. That's what kaiju is to me. I'm oh like oh God. come on. I mean, like I saw Pacific Rim. I know everybody fucking loves that goddamn movie, but I'm oh like it's it's monsters versus robots, y'all. And I but know it's there's like so a, good though. No, I mean, come on, I, just, I, I, I am not a fan of Power Rangers. And I said it. I said it. Oh, oh, it's, oh. it's fucking said. God damn. I just I don't like get, it. Get get out stupid. of this room. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, like that was a, that was the cool. But it's like um, aliens. So you don't believe in the like Raw's world type of aliens. Little creatures coming to abduct us. See, I, I mean, I, I like that idea a lot. I like that you went into the whole like. The, um, the like alien monster kaiju thing because yeah. I mean I, I love huge creatures and all that kind of stuff but like thanks follow <laughs> but wow I, I didn't know like, I sounded like that man I'm sorry <laughs> no Paul just I'm just saying it's just Paul's just saying oh my god oh. Jesus okay, Christ, sorry, guy. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, 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 it's your yeah, podcast. Yeah. Getting shitty water next time. <laughs> no more beers. Talk about your kaijus. No, it's water. okay. No, no, I'll sign my aliens because I want to go bring back to the moth, man. But I, I like oh, yeah. the idea of the intellectual alien. That's my mm. favorite kind of alien. Is that okay, so. The cerebral shit. That's so, right. Mothman is. So, an alien, so, or Moth- is it an evil spirit or an entity? Or so, Mothman is one of those what? like mysterious figures that's like it's deep in like American folklore and also within the alien shit. Like I grew up reading like ghost stories and alien shit, like true accounts of alien encounters and all that kind of stuff. And Mothman actually is somewhere in like the the Venn diagram of alien supernatural folklore and all this sh- like urban legend shit. So one of the, the stories that I know about Mothman, it's a uh, also the Richard Gere movie. <laughs> Um, there was these, and I can't for the life of me remember what town it is. It's on the deserted highway. There was a, a chemical plant, bunch of kids on route six sixty six. um, go and check out this power plant. They, they get out of the car. They see this humanoid thing. It's like eight foot tall. It's walking, looking at them. They stare at it and it has big red eyes. That's a huge characteristic of the Mothman. And they see the red eyes staring at them and it looks like it has like these folded wings behind them. And they go back in the car cause they're freaked out thing walks off and as they're driving 
they all of a sudden see it launch up in the air with its wings out and it just it flies casually over them as they're going like 85 90 miles an hour they're going 100 miles an hour i'm sorry man but that sounds like jeepers creepers and then godzilla (laughs) just lost that shit out of the air but see (laughs) jeepers creepers comes from the mothman like this that's that's definitely an influence because jeepers creepers what came out in like the 90s something like that uh but jeepers creepers it's 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 a mix of different folklore there like it's definitely part I would associate or, or say influenced by the Mothman because Mothman keeps up with the car they they hit city limits it veers off and that's one of the tales but there's all there's all these different things where the Richard Gere movie talks about these other accounts where they see this this red eye thing and appear it's supposed to be like an omen for uh, right before a major incident supposed to happen like it happened uh, they there were sightings on the other side of the world with a when there was a, a bombing and I, I wish I should check is it Devin Sawa no, it was a. Uh, it was another. Uh, I can't remember what the, the thing was. It was a nuclear bombing, I think. But um, it was right. There was a lot of appearances of the Mothman before that, and there's also a lot of appearances of the Mothman in the 1970s. I believe it was in Chicago, right before this major bridge collapse. So it was associated with this, like an omen of death. But also, I was reading recently where it was uh, in the when there was appearing uh, to a certain amount of people, like in, I think it was 70s or 80s. There's also all this stuff about men in black. And like UFO shit at the same time, so it has this weird mystique oh. of being this in between. Mm. And people like talk about the big red eyes having this like these furry wings, and like they associate with it a moth for some reason, not like a bird man, but like a moth. So, so at what point do they does the Mothman put like gerbils in Richard Gere's ass? <laughs> like, no, don't give away the ending of that movie, sir. Come on, man, you gotta say spo- spoiler alert. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Gerbils in uh, Richard Gere's ass. <laughs> and then he sings something for Chicago. It's pretty amazing. Um, no, like no. I, he's been one of my favorite creatures to like to draw because I always picture him as this bug-eyed man. With these big fucking like bird wings, and for me, like I like the association where, because then like I just recently saw this documentary where there's like accounts of this Mothman from like the 1800s. Same thing, omen of death and all this shit. Is it me wow. or did the chupacabra spout sprout wings? <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh, that'd be amazing. We should did, definitely draw a wing did, the chupacabra. Did, did those two mesh together there? Because he's got the red eyes. And, I don't know. Maybe Big fucking red eyes, man. Everybody, well, and red eyes. Uh, that's a good idea to get or a good topic into. Red eyes, Mothman, chupacabra, demon, <laughs> demons. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know Isaac doesn't like demon stuff. Uh, but red eyes are big, big thing. It big uh, red eyes are associated with evil. That's what it is. Like wait, Doza doesn't like demons. Yeah. Where's this from? Oh yeah, man. I'm. Anything that has to do with demons or exorcisms or stuff, man, I, that, that kind of horror, I don't mess with, man. That's that. What? Not, uh, Mexican superstition. We, we just don't stay away. Have you never <laughs> seen Exorcist? No, I've seen it. And the first time I saw it, I was 22 years old. And you never looked back? Like, like No, I saw it and I was like, okay, I didn't really have anything to fear. Because by the end, it was like, it was an older movie and... I saw the comedic. I, saw, I just made it funny. You know that the, but the girl, there for a while. No, she went yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Movie. So yeah, I heard all the stories. So that's why I don't. Yeah. I like. I never watched it. Oh, okay. You know, but you right? did watch it. Did end up watching. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> I'm just this guy just. This guy just. <laughs> don't you put that now. juju on me, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't putting any good kai juju on you. All right. Kai juju, motherfucker, just mocking everything. Oh, yeah. oh man. I throw some Godzilla on you, the fuck that means. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's something that uh, that I like reading about. Well, I think that's an interesting aesthetic as far as like design stuff. This is this thing. We eventually we get more into like creature design stuff. But I've always liked 
like the the red eyes, like the red eyes in any like monster lore that I hear about. Like I said, the, the demon stuff, monster stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think it's a very cool thing. Um, what else did I put on this? Do you guys have like a favorite monster, favorite like move monster movie? Well, mine would have to fall into um, zombies. Like zombie, zombie movies, I'm a sucker for. Do you have any favorite like specific like zombie movie or any like specifics? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot. I know. No. Oh. I know a really good monster movie that I, I fucking loved. Yeah. And it, maybe it goes back into the whole you got to relate to it kind of thing. Yeah. But one of my favorite, I don't know, because I saw it like an actual theater. It's like, uh, it was back when they had the, um, the um, what is it called? the uh, That theater downtown where uh, it was like a little tiny mall down by the drag. I forgot what it was called. Oh, shit. But they had like theme rooms before uh-huh. theme rooms were a thing. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> it was fuck. What the hell was? I it think called? you lived here longer Wait, than both. Yeah, of us. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm a chance. You don't remember that? No. It was it was in the little mall area, and you go in there, and they had a little theater where it only had like three theaters or something like, like that. Like the Dolby Theater. Yeah, I think it was the Dolby, the Dolby Theater. theater. I think yeah, it was yeah, yeah the Dolby yeah. Theater. Okay. They had theme rooms. Yeah. Like it, but it was like it only had three, so they just decorated it as themes. And that was the first time I ever saw a theme theater. And then later on, like, Elmo did it and yeah. other people did it. But uh, I remember going there to go see these old movies. And, like, it was, it was actually two that I saw that I really enjoyed. One was Eyes Without a Face. It's it's not really a monster movie, but it was fucking creepy as shit. Like, it was fucking... It was, it was more of a mad scientist movie okay. than it was a monster movie. Okay. But... Just the ambiance of that movie scared the shit out of me. So what was it? What was it about? I, I haven't seen that one. Okay, Eyes Without a Face is about this guy that is a scientist had this daughter that uh, something she got in an accident. I think it was a car accident. I saw it. I saw it long ago. But she she got in an accident and her face was disfigured. Disfigured. So he put on like this uh, face, uh-huh. this mask, but you couldn't see her eyes in the mask. And she would roam around this house, and uh, Jesus. So, yeah, because like the 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 mad scientist was in the lab trying to make create like skin for her so that she can it can remake her face and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like uh, there was like some reporter that was trying to find out information about the this something else or something like that that involved the scientist, and that's when like she stumbles on. The, the woman without a face, you know, the, with the with the eyes, and she finds out this whole story. But it's like it's some like French film, so they okay. don't really explain everything. So like you just you have a lot of visuals and shit. And I like, like your little association things. of French film and not so, and not explaining stuff. Yeah, they they, they they don't really explain everything. They just like mention certain things, uh-huh. and you gotta like just kind of figure it out. I don't know. I was like, I had to have been like 12 or 13 when I saw this movie. And I, I thought it was fucking fantastic. There was no real gore. There was like some, some gore. Yeah. But they never show her face. And like they show dogs like ripping apart things, I think. Uh, but. That's pretty scary. It, it was, it was, it was more the ambiance. Like that's, I think that's when I started falling in love with ambiance. Like if you can scare me without having to do a jump scare. Right. Like just. It, it fucking frightened me. When you saw that girl, when that lady was like in the room, or in the house, and she looks up, and the, the lady, the woman without a face, without the eyes, 
she starts walking down the stairs or something like that. Like as she's walking down the stairs, I'm being filled with fucking fear. Yeah. Like it's it's not a jump scare. It's like you you're intense. You're seeing everything, but it's intensely making you fucking fear this person because yes. you have no idea what the hell's going on or anything. Like it, I thought it was fucking fantastic because of that. But there was another one that was uh, God damn it! Now I forgot the other one. Well, I, I, I already like that idea, but first, what, what were you going to say? Like, what was your, did you have like a favorite? Yeah, was it a favorite zombie movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> go for it, go for it. So, okay, are you sure? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I just had to remember the movie. I just had to remember the movie. Let's go get, for it. Paul, the time to get into the movie. All right. Favorite zombie movie right now. Uh-huh. I have to go with World War Z. I know that sounds really? weird. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one, but then again, I, I, I really I, do like Dawn of the Dead, the new, the Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I like World War Z. I liked him because of how like um, the way they did the the zombies, where they instead of giving them all individual faces, which is what I like about Walking Dead, mm-hmm. where they all do all the individual designs, they they go into this just massive, just this is a, this this massive zombies coming and attacking. They don't really have a face. I mean, uh, it's it's it, it more emphasizes like just the mass amount of zombies coming at you. Like there's no there's no chance and stuff. And I, I like that about that. Um, I, I like um, what's it called. Uh, I what's the movie called that you like? Uh, Eyes without a face. Eyes without a face. I like that idea a lot because yeah. I was thinking earlier. I was like, where are some of my favorites? And uh, like, Phantom of the Opera is always one of my favorites. Like to go with and like a lot of those like uh, Phantom of the Opera, um, in, Invisible Man. Um, but a lot of those things where you have like part of a face, no face, you know, to, to go off of, because then you're, you're having this directly relatable thing. This is a person that has a disfiguration or something that you cannot see. And so there's a horror and you can almost relate that to yourself to where like, oh shit, that's something that could happen to me. There's a plausibility to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked, and, um, I liked you guys did, uh, what, so that's an older movie that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's another movie that I saw there at the Elmo that I really liked that I didn't find out what it all like what it all meant until mm-hmm. later on and I saw it again and I was like holy shit it's just as good as when I first saw it mm-hmm. but uh, it was another monster movie okay and it was sort of in the same vein of like the Babadook oh the Babadook yeah, yeah you're, 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 it's sort that? of no, in the I don't same know vein. the Babadook like the Babadook is more spiritual whereas this other movie which is called Little Otek is okay. more monster based. Okay. It's less spiritual, more monster. Like it's very similar, but one spiritual, one's it's a, it's a monster. Which Little Otek, if you haven't seen it, fucking see it. Yeah, I need to see Little Otek. It's so fucking freaky. So the basic story of this Little Otek is that this uh, man and this woman are trying to have a kid, okay. and uh, the woman is frustrated because they're not able to have kids, and mm. the woman is like in despair. And apparently, like, in this little town, it's like a Swedish movie. Mm-hmm. And the, they go to their summer home okay. to, to, like, spend their summers. And the woman is, like, so depressed. She wants a baby. And the guy starts having, like, daydreams of, of buying a baby. Like, he would buy a fucking fish off the market and shit like that. Like, uh, and she's like, how do I get this fucking woman a baby? Yeah. So one day he's taking out this, uh, this uh, stump from the backyard. And when he pulls out the stump, it kind of sort of looks like a baby so he cuts off the extra roots and like like, trims it off so it looks like a baby yeah and he gives it to her and you think as a a viewer you're like oh shit she's gonna get fucking pissed at you dude (laughs) 
<laughs> all of a sudden, she just takes the baby and starts caring for it like it was a real baby. And he's like, oh, hey, problem solved. But then she gets really like concerned with the with this wooden baby. And when they leave, they she wants to take the baby. And she, he's like, whoa, you can't take the fucking baby. Like, it's not real. And she gets pissed off at him. And now he has to, like, go through this whole motion as if it's a real baby. And, like, she feeds it. She changes the diaper. She does all this shit. And you're like, this fucking lady's crazy. Like, where is this fucking movie going? Yeah. Until that one moment where she's she is so obsessed with the baby that she wants to stay in the summer home. Yeah. And the guy leaves and he goes to work and he goes back to his regular home. And, like, some months later, he comes back to go see her, see how she's doing. He finds her in a rocking chair, breastfeeding the baby. And you're like, what the fuck? She's absolutely gone insane. Yeah. But then they close in on the fucking boob. And it's you see the, the little wooden thing sucking on that fucking tit. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> then you realize this fucking thing is real. And then you take, they take it home and they realize... They have to make make it seem like she's pregnant. They go through this whole facade of being pregnant just so like they can have the baby. Wait, wait, wait. So the movie doesn't stop there. Like that wasn't no. the end of the movie. That <laughs> day like, goes oh, on no. from there. Yeah, and oh. you see this monster born and into the world and shit. But because it's like Sweden, they have like some weird fucking child molesting uh, aspects to it. Yeah. Like there's a little girl oh. that's there that's like walking upstairs and sees this old man coming down with a big old smile on his face. And she's like, oh, no. And she's scared of him. And you're like, why the fuck is that little girl scared of him? And then you see the old man and you see him like going. <laughs> and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? And they close in on his fucking crotch. And I'm like, why are they closing in on his crotch? And then they close in on his face and then, <laughs> and then his crotch again. And you see a zipper starts unzipping. Oh, and you're wow. like, what the fuck is happening now? And he, they show the, the kid's face, the, the old man. <laughs> and then his zipper and his zipper goes all the way down. You see this hand come out like about to grab the oh, little shit. girl. And you're like, what the fuck? And the like the dad like does something. Yeah. And like the hand just goes right back in his pants. And she, the old man's like, oh, oh wait, then the hand came out of the crotch. The hand came out the fucking crotch. Oh, like, is this the same movie? It was like a little. <laughs> yeah, it's the same what? fucking movie. I was like, what the fuck? kind of movie is this like does this happen often in sweden in sweden <laughs> like old men molest little girls or some shit i don't know the hand for a dick That's... yeah i don't <laughs> it know sounds amazing you took us on a trip there but dude i'm telling you little otik i'm not even telling you the most fucking the crazy ass parts like but the, the nipple suck that that oh my god dude that it, it, it throws you to a fucking loop when you see that in a film and you're like, no, oh! I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair. Like, no, I don't want the movie to go this way. <laughs> I like that you compared it with uh, the comparison was uh, to Babadook. Babadook, yeah, if Babadook. you haven't seen it, it's, it's kind of along the same same line where um, this mom reads this, this story to a kid and um, she's and it's, it's more of a psychological thing where she had because she's a single parent and she's going through this whole thing of raising this bratty kid. Reads a story about basically the Kokoi the, the boogeyman and about behaving and stuff and there's a book on it but throughout the whole movie as she's more stressed out because she's like a nurse and all this stuff and going through single parent problems and she becomes more stressed out There she starts uh, hearing knocking at the door and at the home and there's all these little things that in the story of this like watch out for the Babadook the boogeyman that the, the, the Babadook does in the story that starts happening in real life and then, 
And in the end, is this whole metaphorical thing about the, the 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 beast inside her that she has to chain and all that kind of shit. And I really like it. It's a uh, because the person who directed the Babadook was not a horror director at all, and this was like a first venture into like horror slash drama horror whatever the fuck and so that that idea because you, you brought it up with the otech thing which i need to watch because that sounds amazing it's an amazing movie <laughs> it's fucking scary Swedish. But... Uh, hand for a dick mm, yeah wooden baby suckling on a tit yeah. i'm sold uh <laughs> uh baby but... gets hungry let me just tell you that the baby gets hungry i like the idea that um it's that whole i mean it's the thing we've been kind of like touching on and and not really saying directly, but that whole like you believe in something, you say something, exactly. and the power in words, That's the power in belief, you know. Fucking uh, uh, Kukui, you believe it hard <laughs> enough, and shit comes real. Yeah, That's yeah. why when I saw that fucking baby sucking on that tit, I was like, oh shit. She's fucking sucking. That's the fucking Kukui she's <laughs> feeding right there. Like, god damn. Scared the living shit out of me. First thing I thought when you said wooden baby was uh, the, the mandrake. Do you guys know about the mandrake at all? What the fuck is the mandrake? <laughs> is that some sort of what? like white, white monster or some shit? <laughs> First guy's in the pants. It's the, the, the mandrake. mandrake. Man comes out of your crotch and it's called a mandrake. You got a face and it eats spaghetti. Um, no, it's like a... What's, what's the mandrake? It just um, sounds like something a white guy would get. <laughs> and then the mandrake came out and terrified the children. So, uh, any white people that listen to this, I apologize <laughs> for my Texan friend. Uh, Dang, well, you know what I mean when I say that? God. Caucasian Anglo-Americans. Uh, yeah, mandrake is folklore. I can't remember where it is, but basically it's... Um, oh, shit. It was in Harry Potter, and I can't remember all the origins. I should look this up. Why are you going to talk about it? Why would you bring it up if you don't know anything well, like, about it, Because the on, idea man. of the mandrake is like a crying, like, plant uh, humanoid. It, rep- it oh, looks yeah, like seen a, him in video games. It looks like a baby, but it's not. And the scream is supposed to be so piercing that I think it either, like, kills you or it does something, like horribly detrimental to you so you can't listen to a scream because even in the book the Harry Potter brings in traditional folklore and, and mythologies and stuff I think it's Greek mythology I have to relook it up but the whole idea of like a plant based baby that's why I thought about the wood baby I was like mm-hmm. oh that's like a mandrake which is horrible you can't listen to it same thing like with uh, uh, a banshee doesn't the scream doesn't uh, doesn't it's just an omen I think the banshee what, what that is but uh I like that idea. I want to go and watch this movie now. Um, yeah, too. I'm trying to think of some other. Uh, was that, did I tell my favorite movie? Oh, yeah, what is your favorite movie, Jeremy? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, we Come went on. on some nice little tangents there that I liked a lot. <laughs> um, I really like. Uh, I, I, have, I was thinking about this while we're talking. Um, oh, I gotta go to Universal Monsters, man. That's where I kind of. I think those are the first ones I kind of saw. Um, it's tied between Creature of the Black Lagoon. Which, uh, yeah, you dark off a little bit. What? You know, it was, what? what's going on? What's... All right, let, let's hear what Paul wait, 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 wait. So, wait, wait. You actually, let me get this out. I like Creature from the Black Lagoon and Wolfman. Those are my... You got to start right? from somewhere. Those are my two fa- basic favorite movies for where my, my horror fandom is derived from. So please. Move on, dude. Move on. <laughs> There's been better monsters told in stories. Like, it's... What? You go, oh, it's the classics, man. You're like totally hipster about it. Come on, man. The Wolfman? Have <laughs> you seen that story? Okay. Have you seen well, the old Wolfman? My, my favorite Wolf Wolfman movie is American Werewolf in London, which was oh Okay, okay. It's so bad. <clears throat> All right, so Jeremy, so Jeremy, good. Jeremy. But for me, there's, there's a difference between the Wolfman okay. and then werewolf movies. Okay. I like this. So... Yes. 
I agree with you. Do you like your fa- is it your favorite werewolf movie, Wolfman, or is it your favorite monster movie is Wolfman? The Wolfman. So, that, that's very good. See, so my favorite monster is uh, Wolfman. My favorite uh, werewolf movie is American Werewolf in London. Okay. That because I, I do I do like I appreciate the difference. Uh, and it's not. Fuck you for saying fucking hipster, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I like the Hipsters, classics. Hipsters like vintage, they all like the vintage stuff. But fucking, you gotta have an appreciation for that goddamn shit. Because monster shit comes before that. Lycanthropy, all the all the shit that werewolves are derived from comes before that fucking movie. But right, right. right. But before that, the werewolf was something else. Like it came from something else. It came from some. It's like the whole argument of like, oh, Star Wars. That's just Hamlet. Well, fucking Hamlet was something else that before that, before that, before that. It's like you're arguing. Just move on. Move on. That Warwolf was not your time. Think of something during your time that you enjoyed. You know, that's my okay. Argument. So, so your argument is you can't. Enjoy a movie that was before your time? No, 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 no. You can enjoy yeah, it. Reverse that shit on them. No, no, no. You can enjoy it. But to say that that's your favorite? Really? Really? Well, why, why Amongst the, all the new things that have come up but after that, like that's really your but favorite? You don't know that, why that original if... one is your favorite? Like if you go back to that original Wolfman story, okay. is, so. is, is goddamn lame compared to the Wolfman stories that you would find today. Like any so, fucking fan fiction, fan fiction writer can write a right? story. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Are you talking about lore or a movie? Or are we talking about the movie? Because if it's he likes that movie, that's his favorite movie. Do you know why it's his favorite movie? Maybe it's more sentimental, nostalgic. Thing. Yeah, okay, no, no, okay, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay, he yeah. said his favorite monster movie. I'm basing it off of that. His favorite monster movie. I know you've seen better monster movies than that. Oh my but that doesn't God. mean it's not you his have. favorite. Yeah. I know you've seen better ones. And to say that that's your favorite... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shit. Look, I don't know. So, okay, okay, so let's, wait, 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 wait. I can defend myself on it's this defend. one. Here we go. Explain why Whoa. it's your favorite. All right, so a little while back ago, I said that I like horror because I grew up with my dad watching horror movies. My dad also is a practical... We did practical effects stuff. We grew up with sculpture stuff. I grew up reading Fangoria, which is the monster makeup shit. Mm-hmm. Lon Chaney, Lon Chaney Jr., who did Wolfman, um, the whole process of putting all the individual hairs, that was something that stuck out to me when I was young because my dad would explain to me while we watched these movies different processes that he read because we had all these like making of all the history behind these fucking horror movies. So back in the day, like when they just had to do practical effects and there was no assisting a CG. That's what made me appreciate those movies more and why I have more of a love for them. So American Werewolf in London, which has one of the most famous werewolf transformation scenes of all the werewolf fucking movies. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> that it was all practical effects when he's like stretching out and he's screaming and he's crackling the bones. All that was practical effects versus movies of nowadays. Like right now, like modern werewolf stuff. I mean, there, there was a remake of The Wolfman, which I don't like that much. It has Anthony Hopkins and um, what was his name? Del Toro. What's his first? What's his Benicio? name? Benicio. Benicio. I'm okay with it, but it's weird. It has some weird scenes in it that I'm just not very comfortable with. It's just, it just it's a weird thing. Um, 
they do a lot of CG shit. CG's okay, but the whole... And I would love to talk about this more and as we get into the podcast. CG versus practical effects. What's the good balance? I personally uh, like believe in like a, like a balance. Maybe like... Maybe 60-40 practical to CG. Like I like CG to accent practical effects. Right. But I totally agree with you. Okay. So the reason I like classic though is because it, it goes into all the practical stuff. I love practical. So there's so it's not just oh it's been teachers and the So you like the, the movie based on its technical advances. I like it for the association of like what is we me and my dad and him explaining it to me. So I like the 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 memories I have watching oh, okay. with it, so it's it's, okay. um, it's the memories, it's the the practical like the 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 practical effects, the the tech the technical ability, and the appreciation from where this was like the inspiration for all these other things because okay. there have been better as far as like werewolf right. design. There's been way where like way better werewolf design. Like, I was just talking about stories. Like, that's what I'm saying by stories. Yeah, yeah. Like werewolf, okay, for its time, yeah, it might have been really awesome. Because maybe it was a newish type of design, you know, yeah, yeah. story that no people haven't heard before. Yeah. But since then, a lot of other types of stories, like more elaborate, more just better stories. Well, have, have a- so the the werewolf, right? Where so I I can I can go back on that too, like. Wolfman. It goes into the traditional stuff of the, the, the gypsy, and then um, the. I mean, there's a. You get bit by a wolf. It's like the zombie thing. You yeah. become a werewolf, right? And there's a whole like poetic thing that they say. Like the, the gypsy gives this whole like rhyme to it with some mystique about how to resolve. You know, not not be a werewolf anymore. I like traditional folklore a lot, and so for me, that was one of the first like creatures. Like if you, I mean, Dracula has it. Um, Frankenstein's monster doesn't really have it. Frankenstein's monster, to me, was better. Like, if we're talking about classic monsters, yeah, Frankenstein's monster, to me, was better. The best of all of those Universal. classic monsters. So, why so? Why, why do you think of that? Because. Why, yeah. Because. Mm. Oh, my God. Like, this. Okay. I'd have to, like, shit on all the other ones. Because, oh, wow. So, <laughs> so, like, the mummy. I mean, come on! Like a mummy, it's basically a fucking um, uh, uh, zombie. Yeah, okay. It's just a zombie. So it's a zombie. I, I hate zombies, and you know, you already know why. So that's throw that one out the fucking window. Okay. And and the, the werewolf, like the whole werewolf changing thing, I never understood because if if you're gonna change from one form to another, right. do it once. <laughs> one time doing it over and over again just does not but, fucking make okay, sense what to about, me what about twice what if you change does, and you decide you don't like it and you're just gonna stay human doesn't oh, make I hate sense this. to me I gotta go back doesn't make sense to me it just doesn't nothing's doesn't in my sense. size <laughs> I'm just saying like if there was a werewolf if there was a werewolf movie that I liked it, it would have to have a, a man turning into a werewolf and that's it Okay. Like they're a werewolf for life. Okay. After that. Okay. Like, so pra- so there's practicality. Yes. It just doesn't <laughs> okay. make sense to me. All right. Okay. So we got practicality, but let's keep going. I want I want to hear what okay. else we got. The 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 whole thing of uh, Frankenstein's monster. I love it. Wait, because, okay. What about Dracula? Okay, Dracula. You've already told told you. Yeah. Like there's they they romanticize Dracula too All right. much. Okay. We got that. Okay. What about what is a creature from the Black Lagoon? Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh no, he's gonna shit on Creature from the Black Lagoon. I don't know. It's just it's, it's just stupid. stupid. <laughs> it's just oh, that was a good argument. I mean, it's wow. like okay, yeah. it's like Jaws. I mean, I, uh, Come on, it's like Jaws. You're, you're it's correct, like, sir. There's something in the 
but there's like really no backstories. Like it's just. It's just so a creature. Let's keep talking about the reanimated okay. corpse that is yeah. Frankenstein's monster okay. that he likes yes. a lot that he also hates. So. Yeah, and I'll tell you exactly why I like this reanimated corpse. Because it adds the aspect of it's not rituals, it's not something spiritual, it's science that creates this monster. Science that he reanimate, and the whole thing is is a metaphor to the monster. Isn't really the monster; it's the man that created that monster, the man that did that. That is the real monster here, and that to me is like poetically better than any fucking like. Oh, I'm just a zombie because they chanted a spell. <laughs> I just it's it's more poetic. It, it comes back to like. Uh, like the predestination where it's like it's a poem like mm. an ode to this type of monster like to me Frankenstein's an ode to zombies well I, I can sort see of. that to an extent but but then you uh, I think like uh, you, you kind of went across different planes here I think part of it one of it was the, the, the ethical aspect of it which is man's creation right mm-hmm. and it's chaos and we shouldn't mess with things that we, we don't understand and, exactly. and then sometimes we get greedy because he wanted to create something that he only could create and he's the superior and he creates something that destroys everything right mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I, I like that aspect of it a lot the reason I like Wolfman is because he's he was the he was the Hulk before the Hulk because the Hulk is the the releasing of the inner demon right so yeah. the Hulk even though it's uh, or the Wolfman even though it's an exterior thing where it's a, a like a, a quote unquote werewolf a magical um, supernatural wolf that bites you initially and then you become something that's part wolf part human right, right. but it's, it's it's also represents the animosity of a man I mean that, that's all what I always like too is that it's to a degree, I mean, because they'll elaborate more and they'll romanticize it more later on, mm-hmm. uh, where we we have the Twilight shit, which mm-hmm. is what I don't like about vampires. I like I don't like specifically the Twilight shit because then yeah. Twilight spawned um, uh, True Blood and all the other fucking oh, things God, where they're all super pretty emo kids with vampire fucking teeth that have a lot of sex. Not like Nosferatu, who probably didn't have a lot of sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Nosferatu had some pretty good sex there for a while. You know. Probably with animals. <laughs> Probably with some goats. And maybe he tried to suck them, and now we I mean, have chupacabras. He was, he was human. That's how it's all connected. That's how it's all connected. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'll just lay it out for everybody. There's a nugget of truth there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, I, mean, I mean, I think that's the thing about werewolves. I mean, that's why werewolves and vampires keep coming back. Because there's that whole thing where it represents that whole animosity to the to man. I mean, that's why we have the over-sexualization of, of both those things. You know, that's why we have furries, which are people that dress in animal costumes and stuff. Because there's always that connection we have to the animal world. And I feel like like vampires are like um, a repre- uh, represent that to an extent. Wolf, uh, werewolves are a little closer to it, but I don't like it. Like them for that uh, for that reason. The that whole aspect, the, the romantical part of it. I just like. That uh, that idea that we have this thing that represents this other side of us that we can't contain, that this rage and whatever, you know. I mean, that's why the the Hulk is such a um, uh, great character because this is the inner monster that we have, you know. I don't I don't like the Hulk either. Jesus, you just don't Christ. like anything, do you? <laughs> mm, it never pleased you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. um, shit. Um, I guess so. Uh, I'm looking at the time. I think we did we did pretty good. I think we covered. Yeah, we're still going, man. Um, I don't know. I was trying to think of some other stuff that we 
think, I think we covered it pretty well. I like Paul's rage here. I like. Uh, <laughs> I, kn- I knew I knew you liked my rage, so I, I, I pulled it out. I pulled it out just for you, just for you. So, so do you? I'm going to continue here for a minute. Do you, so, do you not like it's like underwater creatures whatsoever? Yeah, what's up with okay. that? Like, <laughs> I feel like there was something we touched on and that you got a little angry about. And we so, can't so like no giant, you don't like giant squids or uh, Cthulhu. Do you not like or, Aquaman? Okay. Like, Aquaman. <laughs> you know what? Interesting and in, in enough. Uh, on the way over here, I kept thinking about. Uh, I was going to talk about like. I, I forgot something about '80s movies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I kept thinking, why am I so? Uh, Obsessed about '80s movies because I keep seeing it on Hulu. Uh-huh. Like they're no. pushing a lot of '80s sitcoms right? and stuff. Oh yeah. And uh, then I started thinking, you know what? I really like that. At first, I thought their mascot was gonna be Cthulhu, mm. being that it's Hulu, yeah. Cthulhu, <laughs> and they had those. Remember those early uh, adverts where it had like uh, octopus hands and shit, like grabbing things no, and like coming. You don't remember that? No, it was like, no, was man. it? Uh, fucking, uh, what's the guy from 30 Walk? The, the Baldwin? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alec Baldwin? Baldwin? Yeah, yeah. Like, he was, like, talking about Hulu, and, like, there was, a like, a... Dude, I'm serious, dude. <laughs> 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 fucking it's, dude. Uh, okay. It's, it's okay. The if the Kukui is- comes out, I'm gonna fucking blame you, Doza. <laughs> I told you there so, was nothing behind the curtain, man. I told okay. you. I no, told you. But, like, there was, like, a, a, a green octopus hand coming out of his coat and stuff. Yeah, when they were I remember talking. that. Remember yeah, that when I he was talking that, about Hulu yeah. and shit? Like, they, they, all the adverts had like, a fucking octopus alien, hand. Yeah. Like an alien octopus mm. hand. I thought for sure, oh man, their fucking mascot is going to be a fucking Cthulhu. I thought that was fucking amazing. Which is another monster thing that we never fucking touched on. Love that shit, I yeah. fucking love is Lovecrafting. I'm, I'm, Lovecraft shit is amazing. <laughs> Just because it touches a lot on like the, the Kukui stuff. Right. If you believe in it, that shit is real. Right. And then so, and if you don't believe in it, like it could easily hide from you. So, Creature of the Black Lagoon versus Cthulhu. Why do you like Cthulhu versus Creature of the Black Lagoon? Creature of the Black Lagoon is Uh more like Jaws, like I was saying. Like, it's just, it's a monster that just, it just happened to be there. Mm -hmm. And it's getting, I I don't don't know. I never liked the way it looked. And, like, for me as an artist. (laughs) It is ugly. (laughs) For me as an artist, it has to be visually stimulating. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, and if it's what? not visually stimulating for me, like I was like, because uh, so I never saw the movie, so I don't know. Is there oh, is there an origin? Talking so much shit. Okay, is there an origin scene. story for this Black Lagoon character, or is it just like I gotta say I don't know either. I just but, know he exists. But to, to be fair, Cthulhu doesn't have an origin story either. It's oh this what fucking great like monster thing that no. Do you know? What? Do you know the, the story? story? Do you know? Okay, the, okay. I don't know the this story. Is, What's the story? This yeah, is yeah. the great thing about the Cthulhu uh, mythos okay. is that you don't know exactly what it is, right. but it's not Cthulhu itself. Like they, people want to say that it's one creature, but it's not, it's a whole, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's like a religion, but it's like, it's a whole, it's, it's the unknown. Right. Like it's all just mentions the unknown yeah. and it's mentioned throughout all of his short stories. Okay. It's in the background of everything. What's the unknown? Right, right. But it's in the background of everything. Like, he writes so many stories oh, okay, that are okay, okay. okay within hold themselves, on, follow, 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 but they're follow, part of something bigger. You got to forgive my ignorance here. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what? 
What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Lovecraft. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft is right. a short story writer. Okay. And he made a lot of short stories. And within all of his short stories, there was like an underlying theme of something of the unknown that all like it it, it all matched up, like mm. of the unknown stuff. But if you just read that short story, it's good on its own. Like mm-hmm. all you have to do is read that one short story, and it's good on its own. But if you read them all together, you start seeing a pattern and how it all kind of intersects. And like some of the places that they've been to or they visit are places in other short stories that they go through or, or mention or something like that. Like it's all intertwined. Okay. And it just it leads into a bigger sense of the unknown that, that they're tapping so, into. And so, then the yeah. char- there's a character called named Cthulhu? No. Well, okay. There, there is a mention of a Cthulhu, which is like a godlike creature of the unknown that is like being chanted or or, or worshipped, right? Okay. Of like this dark, uh, uh, like I don't know, dark ritual type of right. of uh, following or something like that. So, like you hear about it, you know, and I, I think. The I've read so many of his stories, but I've never read The Call of Cthulhu, right. which I think is supposed to focus in on that because I never liked the idea of labeling something like that and making it so tangible because all the other stories make it so vague and it leaves you to believe whatever you want to believe about it. But for, but for you, it's it's that sense of like, even though we have the unknown, it's, it's something that it's been specified that... This is the unknown. It's been labeled that this is where this is derived from, right? Like this is the beginning. This is like this. This sets a chronological order to things. Well, it, it sort of gets you to that edge of the cliff, but doesn't uh-huh. let you see what's beyond the cliff. Okay. It keeps showing you that there is a cliff. There's mm-hmm. something out there, mm-hmm. but you have to figure that out by yourself. Okay. Like I, that's what I like. You're like me, led to the water you're a like, little bit. Man, just, like, that's fucking scary to me. I didn't know what a Cthulhu was. Really. <laughs> I gotta be, I gotta be honest. I didn't know what it was. I just heard the the name and yeah. it's some kind of creature. I didn't know it. See, see, anything I, about it. I yeah. didn't know some dude just made it up. Like back in what? How long? It ago? was like the 1920s or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Man. Something like that. See, I, I like a lot of and and that's part of the, the whole thing that why I wanted to start is because like uh, with this podcast because I like like those a lot of those like the golden age of monsters shit in the 50s. Not being an hipster, I just like a lot of that shit because back then they didn't think about like we don't need an origin thing. Let's just put spare parts that we can we, we have and make a fucking monster because Hollywood's given us this budget and we can come up with a monster movie. So they came up with these things like here's this fucking alien from planet Neptar and here's this thing from blah 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 and then you have this thing, this tangible thing that you can create a story around. So it it, it works. More in the visual sense versus like because I mean uh, all the Lovecraftian stuff is, is just words they don't have visual pictures right it's the description details so you picture it in your head for me it worked the opposite way when I watched these older movies where I had this thing like uh, I used to watch uh, Lost uh, what's it Lost in Space the the original show I watched that a lot when I was growing up I mean that was way before my time but I remember it came on like at six in the morning whatever and they always had some weird fucking alien it never always made sense the design sometimes was shitty because again it went to the whole we have spare parts let's put this fucking antenna in the middle of the head paint it green and call it this thing it's a lizard monster from planet you know blah 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 
And I, and I love that because then it was just a vague, like, origin story that I can take and then just wrap around this other stuff in my head. Like, oh, if it came from this planet, there must be more like it. I wonder what the planet looks like and whatever. But that also might be because I'm a, I'm a visual artist. And so there's there's a whole creativity that, that kind of spurred from it, you know. But I, I like to think that a lot of people had that as well. So, like, with The Creature from the Black Lagoon, um, I, I liked a lot. I actually found it very visually appealing. I feel like it's one of those creatures, like... That uh, of, of those original monsters that doesn't get like a lot of attention. And it's one of those like, it's like uh, the black sheep of the family because there's a lot of like shit. Like uh, we have friends that fucking, you know, Dale loves the, the shit out of it. And there's a, there's a lot of like pins and, and like just monster like merchandise that have it, but, but it's not celebrated in the same, to the same extent. But to, to that same, uh, in, in that same area, like that's why I love like Lacrafia and stuff because. There's a whole thing where you put more imagination into it about what the, the different parts of these things have and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's less, it doesn't tell you as much, I guess, and you have more room to explore it. You know, you have more imagination with the Lovecraftian stuff. So that that's why I like it because it, the the monsters, like you were saying, mm-hmm. that they make it out of nowhere and they just put antennas on shit and just yeah. throw it out there. That is tangible, and because it's tangible and they put it out there. You, you, it's more easily criticized because it's out there, right? The HP Lovecraft stuff, like, you can't, there's nothing tangible for you to make fun of. It's all like a, a what if kind of scenario, and it, it bring, like I said, it brings you to the edge, but doesn't show you exactly what it is right. because it's all written in books, because they haven't made a movie about it and stuff like that, because they can't figure out how to put those words into film where it'll work. It was sort of like the the whole thing where they made the the giver on film, yeah. and I was like, "You can't make the giver on film! Like it doesn't make sense." Right? Okay, but, okay, but okay. Anyway. So, uh, the Lovecraft movies. Uh, who's they gonna cast? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> Those, come on. They, I I've heard of things that they they've tried to make Lovecraft stuff, but I was like, there were some comic books of Lovecraft stuff, and I'd watch, I'd read them, and I'm like, it just doesn't have the same oomph. And I think it's because when you read the story, you already have your own thing in your right. head. Everybody that reads it has their own picture of what it is in their head. And because of that, that's what makes it so fucking timeless. Well, and when you see shit on yeah. TV like Lost in, uh, uh, what Lost was in, that? Space. Lost in Space and yeah. shit like that, like that's already, it's, it's already drawn for you. Right. You, you. That's what you have to remember. So everybody sees that, but that's why I love the H.P. Okay. Lovecraft stuff. I mean, I can appreciate that a lot. I mean, I mean, a lot of I mean the stuff we grew up with. I mean, that's part of the fun of, of the of the lore, you yeah. know, Chupacabra, Latrusa, and all that stuff that we talked about. Lore earlier is just, you you have some kind of like oh it had wings it had this but you have one aspect of the whole thing you have one element of the visual representation of this character but it's still all within your head. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I can think of recently I don't like to use it but I I, I appreciate it for what it is. The whole creepypasta thing where we, we oh, have yeah. these kids making up fucking tales. Like, it's a, a creepypasta. It was just a website that had these forums of, cr- like, creepy-ass, like, tales of, like, made-up stuff that kids would make up. Oh, there was this monster that came from here, and it only comes out of this during this time, and it's an urban legend, and, and whatever. I and um, I loved it. And so there's uh, Slenderman. You know, Slenderman is the yeah. fucking, like, and and I love Slenderman. I mean, it's so fucking cliche with the design. Slenderman, for those who don't know, is just this... Um, creature has no face. It's like a blank white face, and it has like a suit. And that's pretty much fucking it. But like, comes from Marble Hornet. 
Yeah, Marble Hornet. Yeah, very good. Uh, it's and YouTube so, videos. And, and so they have like little videos. They have like Photoshop pictures of like in the background. You see this like blank white faced man in the suit, in the, and it, it gets children, and it has, sometimes it has tentacles, and sometimes it doesn't have tentacles. And I love those aspects of it because it was just giving me a little hint to what this is. Even though there was a visual representation, there was a lot of lore, and that's the best kind of creature monster stuff. Is the stuff Kakoi, Boogeyman. All this other stuff that we talked about earlier on, it's it's the best part of it, I think, is where you have a little bit to go off of, you know, Lovecraftian stuff, Cthulhu. You have a little bit and you build on that. That's the best part of horror, the fear of the unknown. And so, like, when uh, you have Slenderman and you went to the movies, they, they start they start making movies, like, real cheap-ass indie movies of it. And they, yeah, I feel like they're just really horrible. Like, yeah, you know, we've seen them and it's just... They're bad because they try to like they try to make the character more whole. They try to go into all these different aspects of it, but they never they never quite capture it. And I think that's I mean that's a really good thing I love about horror and I love about just passing on these tales and you know talking about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked about the the whole bringing up of Slenderman because I was like that's as close as to like making a visual H.P. Uh, Lovecraft story as you can get. Right. And then they started making these other movies, and I'm like, no, that's fucking shit. Like, he's not Mike Myers. Stop fucking trying to make him Mike Myers, right. you know? Right. And so, yeah, it was it was great. I liked it. I liked that they didn't. Uh, yeah. Anything to add? No, because uh, I have nothing. I have no information on that subject. Uh, uh, Slender uh, Man, uh, I, I remember seeing it on, like, news feeds and stuff, but... Uh, yeah. Come on, I creep, didn't know creepy what it was. pasta. No, you never heard of creepy pasta? No, uh, oh, I, I, I try I to stay away from carbs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the uh, the the two two sentence horror stories. <laughs> oh, that is the best. The, oh, it's just yeah, absolutely the best. There, there's a uh, there's this little challenge online where you come up with two sentences, a two sentence horror story. You know, like uh, my wife texted me. She's been dead for ten years, you know. Oh, okay. Oh shit! Oh mother! Fuck! Yeah, but that's a lame one. No, one, of the, one of the best ones was was uh, what was it? The the dad was putting the, the kid to sleep, and right, right before he put to sleep, uh, the the kid says, "Can you check under my bed for me to make sure there's no monsters?" And the dad checks under the bed, and then his kid is under the bed saying, "There's a monster above my bed." I was like, oh, fuck no. That was, damn. That was two oh, sentences, everybody. Fucking floor. Two that, sentences. That doesn't sound <laughs> like two okay, sentences. Okay. In the story, it was two sentences. But I don't know how to fucking remember those two sentences. But it was fucking badass. When I read that, I was like, oh. That was that my favorite that two from? sentences. That was oh, fucking shit. amazing. There's a YouTube. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of like two minute uh, yeah, yeah, horror yeah. movies. And I guess that's where that comes from. That's pretty awesome. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. One of my favorites from Creepypasta 2 was the, uh, the Russian... Uh, gas chamber thing. You ever seen that? The Russian gas chamber man, story. Didn't I just tell you I've never been on uh, <laughs> uh, Okay, no, man? this one this one got so viral that it went outside of Creepypasta and it was everywhere. Yeah, it was a picture it. of that fucking uh face uh-huh. and it was like this guy and it looked like he was in a straight jacket or some shit and he was like mm-hmm. this and a big old fucking creepy ass smile on his face and like beady eyes and it's like it's just like a picture of him like on a hospital bed, you know? And his weird fucking feet and stuff, and it's really skinny and stuff, and you see just him smiling, and you're like, "What the fuck is this picture?" And you read the story, and it, the story lays out the story about this uh, Russian uh, gas experiment where they had like some like twelve people like in a room, and they were gonna do experiments on them with a special gas that keeps them up. It's like uh, uh, like caffeinated or some sort of 
caffeine-like drug that right. makes yeah. them not fall asleep. Okay. Right? That sounds amazing. No, no. <laughs> and and uh, when when they filled the room, yeah. they they started filling the room, but they they turned the lights off and they filled the room with this gas, uh-huh. and they just it, it, they could not go to sleep. Yeah. Right. And they started filling the gas, and after a while, they started going crazy, started crying, and they they agreed to like not get out of this room for like something like a month or something like that. Wow, to stay okay. up a month, right? And after like a few weeks or something like that, I, I may be getting the like the details wrong, but um, it kind of sounds like you might be too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but after a while, like uh, they started hearing uh, no noises, and when they tried to look in the, the cameras and stuff, and uh, they they would find that uh, some of the people were like eating some of the other people oh, and they were like peeling their own skin off. And like whenever they shut off the gas, they would cry and whine that they wanted the gas back on and, and uh, they didn't want the lights on or anything. And they would cry and whine for the, for, for the drug. And like they try to go in there and they, they couldn't find them because they were hidden in the dark and like, then when they finally found the one that was left over, mm-hmm. it was that picture of that thing, and he's like this. And they find they because they couldn't see them inside yeah. the pod unless they went in there. Mm-hmm. And when they finally went in there after like the month or something like that, they found that one. I was like, that's fucking freaky as shit <laughs> because you don't see anything. You don't. You just you just read about it. Yeah. You know, like it's a like a hospital fucking thing. But it's if they made a movie of that, it would suck. But it's somehow reading it and seeing that picture creeps the shit out of you. Right. And I thought that is fucking awesome. Well, I'm really glad that you're an advocate of literacy, man. Like, I, I am. Like, I am. You got to read. You got to read. You got to read books. You got to read. Better than movies. That's they're like, how you they're like movies in your brain. That's it's kind of right. weird. Look that shit up, though, Doza. Look that shit up. Oh, my God. It freaked me out. Love that, that one. I like that. I, I love, I mean, that goes right back to what I love about art. It's just um, the, the visualization you can do for yourself, you know. Uh, I mean, that, that's why we're starting this podcast, celebration of all kinds of uh, creature feature stuff and just horror lore. And so I, I like that very much. And, and on that note, I, um, I think we're going to go ahead and end this first one. This is our first uh, preliminary podcast. Um, we're going to do these... Uh, every so often, I'll keep you guys all updated on all the social network stuff. So, uh, um, thanks, guys, for joining. So, what time. is your yeah social media handle? Oh, and stuff that was like a good segue. Wait, let's segue right into it. Uh, Go ahead, plug your stuff. <laughs> hey, artist. Oh shit, we got plug. All right, so that's why. Yeah, I forgot I needed to plug in my shit. Um, so when uh, this comes out, my Kickstarter should still be going on. That's the first thing I'll direct you to. Uh, look for uh, all hell. Uh, a demon art book by JTA on the, the Kickstarter. I'll make sure to link that uh, as well as all the other um, linkage that we need to do. And also you can find me on Facebook on uh, facebook.com slash Jeremy the Artist Guy and Instagram at Jeremy the Artist. So doing my first art book and I'm pretty excited. So Right on, right on. Yeah. Paulo, what about and, you, And uh, me, man, uh, you can find me at fivelinegraphics.com. Or no, sorry, dot .net. God damn. Dot .net. <laughs> Don't fuck up. Like I bought I bought the dot .com, but then I couldn't get into it again, so then it wouldn't let me in. You so. say that. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it pissed me off. But So now it's dot .net. So fivelinegraphics.net. You can find me there. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, I don't know. How would you search me on Facebook? Uh, you just put facebook.com slash fiveline. 
graphics. That's you can you can look at Five Line Graphics uh, on Facebook. Yeah. You can call look me up, uh, Paulo J Hernandez. You can look me up by name also, uh, and uh, that's it. That's pretty much it. Cool, yeah. right on, right on. You have any social media? Oh man, shit? I'm just like I feel like I'm a civilian with all your <laughs> oh, artists on, and stuff. No, uh, Instagram, uh, Doza ATX. Yeah, that is mine. There, that can follow me on uh, Facebook, I guess. Yeah, if you can find my picture. <laughs> uh, no, but Instagram mostly with uh, you know my field, sound engineering, doing shows, concerts. Yeah, he does some. He says some behind cool the stage, uh, behind videos. the scenes stuff, backstage stuff. Yeah, yeah, fucking a. Cool. Well, we said all our social media shit. Uh, hope you guys liked it, and uh, we'll catch you next time. See y'all later.